0: Sometimes ADHD issues are blood sugar issues. So we need to make sure they're getting enough fat and enough protein in their diet. Probably the single best simple intervention for an ADHD kid is to make sure they have a high protein breakfast.
1: Wow. That alone. Okay.
0: There's one study that looked at kids where they gave them a high carbohydrate breakfast, a, uh, a high protein breakfast, and then no breakfast. And the kids with high-carbohydrate breakfast, we're talking waffles, uh, Captain Crunch cereal, that kind of thing. They did worse than kids with no breakfast. Wow, that's profound. That's profound. Yeah, Kids obviously with a high-protein breakfast, stable blood sugar.
2: Welcome to Functional Medicine Coaching Moms podcast, where simplifying healthy lifestyle change for moms is the only
0: goal. Today, we are excited to talk to Dr. Scott Shannon, founding board member of the Academy of Integrative Health and Medicine and the American Board of Integrative Medicine. He is also founder of the Wholeness Center in Fort Collins, Colorado, a mental health center mixing conventional
1: and holistic services. Dr. Shannon is speaking at the Institute for Functional Medicine annual international conference in Orlando, and we are so grateful he's agreed
2: to meet with us. This topic is for you if you have a child with ADHD. Both Raquel and I have kids with ADHD and Dr. Shannon gives us easy, applicable
1: tips to help our kids thrive. So thank you so much for being with us here today, Dr. Shannon. And we were wondering if you could talk a little bit about what kind of lifestyle factors could influence um, ADHD in children. What are some things that moms can do to help their kids thrive if they've had this diagnosis?
0: Well, one of the things to to know is that ADHD is not a specific problem, but it's a collection of problems that is really quite heterogeneous, quite different. So I think one of the most important things to realize is you really need a personalized assessment to find out what kind of ADHD you have, because some kids are gonna be slow, daydreamers, stare at the ceiling, kind of lethargic, they like to sleep, they're low energy, they might've been late to walk. And then you can have a child who at nine months of age was running, was very active in the womb and uh, is impulsive and energetic and flies around the room and notorically gifted. And those are both qualified as attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. And what we see is they're really very different things. So I think it's really important to personalize. Just as in functional medicine, you want to personalize care. With ADHD and an integrative or holistic approach, you really need to drill down and find out what are the specific problems your child is having.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a different approach because I feel like in the past you're kind of just hear it's ADHD, you kind of think of the typical hyperactivity, and you don't really
0: and it's a break route it to giving stimulants. Yeah, and stimulants can help some children, but I, I think there's a lot of other things that can be done first, and that's that's my of view sure okay
1: and so what are some of those things
0: that we could look at well one of the things we like to look at is uh uh, diet and food so does the child have a food sensitivity and these are kids often that may have had colic or eczema as an infant these are kids who have gi problems gi upset they may have skin issues and chronic ear infections of course multiple courses of antibiotics those are often pretty good indicators that there's a food problem. Is there a family history of allergies? And so when I see problems like that, then we often work with the naturopaths in our office to do food sensitivity testing and elimination diet. So we're often eliminating the real prime offenders. We, we do this first. We, all, we often do a food allergy test, and then we pull out the offending foods. But if we don't have a food allergy test, let's say a six-year-old doesn't want to give blood, Then we'll take out things like dairy or gluten or citrus or other corn, other prime offenders, pulling them out and seeing if there's a change. And uh, a number of studies that document if you put a child on a hypoallergenic diet, their ADHD improves significantly. So that's one set of kids. Um, We have another subset of kids who... What we're looking to do is just improve their diet. They may be eating uh, Cheetos and Mountain Dew, and that's their primary two food Uh, groups. And those are kids that we just need to get on a better, more balanced diet. Sometimes ADHD issues are blood sugar issues, so we need to make sure they're getting enough fat and enough protein in their diet. Probably the single best, simple intervention for an ADHD kid is to make sure they have a high protein breakfast.
1: That alone,
0: there's one study that looked at kids where they gave them a high-carbohydrate breakfast, a uh, high-protein breakfast, and then no breakfast. And the kids with a high-carbohydrate breakfast, we're talking waffles, uh, Captain Crunch cereal, that kind of thing. They did worse than kids with no breakfast. Wow. That's sure.
1: profound. Okay. That's wow. profound. Yeah. And the
0: kids, obviously, with a high-protein breakfast, stable blood sugar, did the best. I'm
1: sure. Yeah, that's huge. Simple yeah, intervention. Yeah,
0: simple. It's
1: simple, and it's... Kids do love hard breakfast, you know, pancakes. Oh, a little they crave kind of And
0: Yeah. You know, you can tolerate that to some degree if you can get them in some eggs mm-hmm. or a couple of sausage links or something, yogurt, that yeah. has some... Protein in it, nuts to stabilize their blood sugar through the morning. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, thank you for that tip because that actually is easy, and that's something that we can do
0: as moms—you
1: know—very easily. At least get add some protein; they won't, don't want to give up the carbs, so that's great. Okay, that's very helpful. And then, anything else, like so one, that, like after you look at the food piece, where would you look also?
0: Exercise. Okay. Um, kids that are very motorically driven, like the classic ADHD kid They're going to do best if they can get some vigorous exercise in the morning. Clear evidence shows that if they can get 20 minutes of active, heart-beating kind of exercise, you know, jumping on a trampoline or uh, running around the backyard, playing catch, chasing the dog, whatever it is, they're going to do much better in school that morning. Yeah. And once again. It's, it's just getting them to do it and getting a family lifestyle that says, okay, let's do our morning calisthenics or let's, let's run around the house three times to get, get ready for school. Sure. Yeah,
1: because you have to sit so much all day. In all school, day. Like and,
0: and the classic ADHD kid is a kid that wants to, it's a boy, first of all, four to one, boys to girls. And it's a boy that wants to move. When they looked at brain scans, what they found is that these kids with ADHD do Not have an abnormal brain, but they have slowed development in the frontal lobes, and that tends to catch up over time. Sure. That so, makes sense. be patient is one, yes. one okay, thing. Yeah, okay,
1: right. Also, be patient. So, these are great tips for us. Anything else you can think of about
0: Um Parenting is, is there's an approach I like called the nurtured heart approach, okay. which is pretty simple. It's simple to learn, challenging to put into place because. What it's doing is having you focus the way you deliver your energy to your child. And are you getting engaged, excited, upset when they do something wrong? Or are you getting engaged, excited when they do something right? And kids will remarkably gravitate to whatever gets you going. There's a saying that Howard Glasser, who developed this technique, has that the parent is the child's favorite plaything.
1: That makes a lot of sense to me as a mom, yes. As (laughs) a mom,
0: and it's like, they want to get, and if they, if they can get you excited by doing their homework or sitting quietly or helping their brother, they're going to come back and do that again. Do it again. And and where if you're on your phone, just distracted and they need to do something like, you know, give the cat orange juice or whatever it is, um, then they're going to get you going. And then that becomes a pattern that happens in your family over and over again. So the Nurtured Heart Approach is a, is a nice, simple way to build positives in the family life.
1: Where can we find sure. more information on that, the Nurtured
0: Heart? Um, if you look up Nurtured Heart Approach mm-hmm. and Howard Glasser, he's got a number of books, but he also has a Nurtured Heart website where you can find coaches that can help you as a mom wow. deliver this. Because um, okay. what I do is I often have people get the book, um, and it's called Transforming the Difficult Child. It's about 20 years old, but I've worked with it. And for kids who are oppositional, who argue, who are challenging, they're just high energy. It's really an excellent tool. And they they will have coaches, and now coaching can be remote from anywhere. So sure, yeah, lots of options. very helpful. Yeah, and parents often find, reading the book, yeah, I think I got it, but having a couple sessions of coaching to help mm-hmm. them with the real-world it. problems. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. And real quick, I did want to ask you about neurofeedback and yes. how that can help
0: kids with We've been doing neurofeedback in our office for 14 years, and we do brain maps, which is a quick look. Like, it takes 20 or 30 minutes. Wires a little cap on the head, and it tells us how that child's brain is working and how it compares to the typical brain. And then, then we do the neurofeedback, which is brainwave training help train that brain back in a direction that will be less likely to be inattentive, impulsive, or hyperactive. And studies show that it works. Um, it can take time, it can take 20 visits, but it's really a very reasonable, I think, effective alternative to the rhythm. Okay, yeah,
1: I will say I've had some success with my son with neurofree back. He ADHD and anxiety, and it's been very helpful. Um, for that with the neurofeedback and my question for that though is does it hold like once you do those treatments
0: because it's training it does hold whereas when you give someone ritalin if you stop the ritalin it's gone within a day or two but with neurofeedback it's like training for a marathon and once you stop training you still have the fitness and the strength of the game whereas you know the, the equivalent of ritalin would be like riding in a golf cart it may get you in the same place but you're not going to be as fit or as sure endure mm-hmm. after the fact yeah. and yes. then you depend on the golf cart Yes,
1: okay, mm-hmm. that's a great analogy that makes a lot of that is a great analogy well thank you so much for this insight um is there anything else you wanted to add about ADHD in kids um
0: no just know that you know many of our society's uh most creative inventive industrious yeah. people have been ADHD children. And I've got to admit, I may have spent a portion of my childhood in a harness, so...
1: (laughs) Personal experience, and this is true. They are the most creative and brilliant minds, I think. So that's
2: great. The information provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purpose of diagnosing, curing, treating, or preventing any disease. We are functional medicine certified health coaches and not licensed medical professionals. The opinions and advice of guests are their own and also not considered to be medical advice. Always consult with a healthcare professional when making any healthy lifestyle changes. We would love to hear from our mom community. Any wellness topics that are high on your list, please DM us at Functional Medicine Coaching Moms. We can also be reached via email at info at functionalmedicinecoachingmoms.com. You can find Functional Medicine Coaching Moms podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button.